Hello, writers. This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo, where we get you ready for November. I'm Christina Horner. I'm Liz Leo. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Christina and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. It is December, which means we're free! We survived! We did it! But (laughs) this episode is about how there's a little bit of homework that I still think you should do this month. Uh, Sorry! Homework! Pop quiz! How do you make yourself not hate your past self? You know how that is? I don't. Write yourself a note. So today's episode is about how before you go do all the things that you missed doing in November, before you go binge watch your favorite TV show or oh, yeah. set up your Christmas tree or whatever the it is. the next Sims expansion that comes out right after. Yeah, whatever yeah. your thing is, uh, before you do that. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. And this is uh, another one of those episodes where Christina gives advice that not even Liz takes, but maybe she will this year. I'm working on it. All right. So something this and this I would consider this to be like an advanced nano strategy because it's not something that I realize the importance of until at least 10 nanos in. Mm-hmm. And that is often when you finish nano, you are not at the end of your story. Yeah. You're right in the middle of a project and mm-hmm. you are like in the thick of it. Like... The, the place that you're at mentally when you do nano is like, you know your story inside and out. You've got all these like scattered notes. You probably have like four different versions of like yeah. your outline or whatever You've it is. You've seeded things in like, uh, I've in the past been like, I'm just going to bring this character in here. And you know, you, you've brought a lot of loose threads that yeah. you haven't resolved. And it's all up here, yeah. which is your head. Which Christina's is what I'm pointing point- to her Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is great when you're in the thick of it, but what happens when you take a month off or a year or seven years and you go back to your novel and you open it up, like the worst feeling, the worst feeling is when you open up an old novel project (laughs) and you're like, where the hell was I? Yeah. I cannot even begin to explain how many times that has happened to me and it is so demoralizing. Do you ever uh, open up a project and you're like... I wrote this. Yeah. Who wrote this? Or it's like sometimes I've got like seven different outlines and I'm like, which one oh. is the real one? Which one's the most up to date? Well, as a pantser, you don't have that exact problem. Fair. But I've definitely had a, well, wait, I was building towards something or I brought in this character. I created this thing. Yeah. But I don't remember what I was intending to do because yeah. I didn't leave a note. So basically what I like to do is think of as either like the note to your future self Mm -hmm. or like the readme file for your project where when you reopen your and this again is like a Scrivener thing um, but you can do it in whatever way makes sense to you if you just have like a google doc or whatever maybe you just put a note at the top that's like highlighted Mm -hmm. but you put like dear future self yes here is everything you need to know that's so smart to work on this project again I wish I did that it's not that difficult to put together because it's all in your head. So some of the things that I like to put in this note are what are the useful resources 
that you will want to look at. What is the most up-to-date version of your outline? Basically, what are all the ways that you can set your future self up for success? Oftentimes, I like to just say, like, what are some problems that are top of mind? Yeah, that's a really good point, that. too. Like, things that maybe you aren't able to solve yet. Yeah, because sometimes I've found that I come back to a novel thinking, like, oh, I remember there were so many, like, problems I need to like unravel and figure out and then I look Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh there's an obvious solution for that because you've Mm -hmm. just like had time away from it yeah but if you don't even know what those things are it's way harder yep so uh what still needs doing so basically Mm -hmm. like if you write chronologically then then that's easier but if there's like holes of your novel yeah maybe just tell yourself like here's what I still need to do here are the problems I need to solve here's some like ideas I still have where future you should start yeah or like (laughs) I sometimes leave myself mysteries there is a novel I recently reread that I was like really into I was like this is great writing and then I get to the point where I stopped and I was like what was I intending here right if only I could remember what the mystery I'd set up was because I can't remember the result (laughs) or the twist of this yeah I'd intended also I just find that like old and outdated notes are really confusing like Mm -hmm. because sometimes I use like the corkboard feature in Scrivener and I like put my outline in there and I like change it as I go other times I have like a doc and then it's like you look and they're conflicting and it's like I literally don't remember which one is the real one Mm -hmm. so it's like can you actually go in and clean those things up or at least tell yourself okay ignore all these and like just look at this stuff like sometimes I'll make a folder that's just like archive yeah and it's like I'm not that's using a great this idea. stuff anymore and I leave everything that is still useful out yeah so that I mean that's pretty much the gist of it like yeah. this doesn't have to be something that takes a lot of time like I'll generally spend like 10 or 20 minutes on this yeah it's not something that needs to be super long because you've probably done a lot of work already and this yeah. is just reminding your your future self. I mean, I actually did this uh, when I went on a vacation once at work. I wrote a letter that was like, dear future Liz, you may have forgotten what your job is. Here are the things you need to do. And I am i didn't do that last trip I did. And I sort of regretted it because it was really nice to come back yeah. to a document that was reminding me what my job was. Or even just like, here are the problems that you decided to save till after your trip yeah. and like, exactly you know, that kind of stuff. So I, this year, I like, for some reason I had it in my head that I'd forgotten to do this. And I was just like (laughs) dreading opening up my, my doc and being like, oh God, like this is a novel I've worked on so many times before. I have no idea the state of it. I have no idea where to start. And I opened it and there it was. It was just a doc that said in all caps, read me first. That's so cool. It's like you're talking to yourself. I like, I like wanted to cry. I was so happy. Like you will never love your past self more than when you open open up a a doc in the future and see that you've done this. This just reminded me of something. It like gave me chills thinking uh, I was listening to the audiobook for Stephen King's on writing. And he was talking about how writing is like one of the purest forms of time travel because you were like someone was in a place in the past, like writing this thing. And then you're reading their like thoughts from the past. And it just made me think about how it's like you're literally time traveling Uh, when you do that in this like really cool way and I don't know it just made me excited to do it this is sort of unrelated so recently I was working on a scene in this past year's nano and it was like one that I'd skipped over previously and it was about like one of the characters had like just had her first baby and she was really struggling Mm -hmm. like she had some like postpartum depression stuff going on and like I realized that the last time I had worked on that particular part of the book like my son hadn't been born yet Yeah, you'd never dealt with having a 
the aftermath of a pregnancy. Yeah. So like there was a lot of things that I just didn't know in firsthand experiences that I didn't have. And now this year going in, I was like, oh, I this is I completely know how to go about like writing about something like this. So it is really kind of fun when you come back to a novel with like Mm -hmm. different experiences. You're a different person. And you shared me some of it. And I think it's really great. Like you were able to like, and maybe it's just because I know you, but like feeling like I was able to see that experience like layered on there was so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So I listen, everybody deserves to take a break. It's December. We've all earned it. But like I, I beg you, (laughs) give it a try. Write yourself a note. Even if you don't intend to come back to this novel, you never know what's going to change in the future. And it's the easiest way to make yourself the happiest person in the world in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, highly recommend. I still have to do mine, but I will. Um, Yeah. And that's pretty much all I got. I mean, I said it was just a little bit of homework. Yeah, I I think that's reasonable. Like I, for the first time, honestly, ever, I'm leaving myself notes per section that I'm working on, Mm. mostly because each uh, like scene is a is a scene with a song and whatnot. And like, usually I don't leave myself notes, but a lot of my notes admittedly are at a bridge. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But like I was just going through and I was like, oh, I have this section for this one song that's like the inspiration and then like this wants this to be a it just says want this to be a song you can put on and both cry to but also feel pumped up by and I have all this stuff and I'm like this is cool it's nice to like remind myself what I was going for totally so I'm I also uh Scrivener has a really great like note section where you can put a synopsis in a notes and have it side by side with what you're writing Mm -hmm. so it's been super useful for me I don't know why I've never used it before I don't either (laughs) (laughs) but I'm excited to also write myself some notes about this project I also for the first time think I'm going to continue working on this project like through December because I really want to completely finish it I don't think I'm going to finish the musical by the end of November we'll see but like I want to add music and composition so that's very you know having you know and but it could be nice to just have the list of the next steps so that even if I want to take a week or two off I can come back to it yeah Yeah. do it write the note yes um on that note uh (laughs) on that note (laughs) this is uh gonna do it for our nano 2023 coverage (laughs) coverage um that's not to say there may not be new episodes around camp nano Mm -hmm. um but this is going to be our final episode for december yeah and we're a little unpredictable yeah you know we just we just record when it strikes our fancy Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is all we had planned for and i think we both want to take a well-deserved break as well from just you know things um but it's been super fun to share this nano with you guys i hope it was a a good nano season for everybody it was a like i'm gonna admit like if we get personal for a second like this was a hard nano for me like i was traveling until the six i was on safari in africa which is incredible but then i came back and was sick yeah till like the 20th yeah. Uh, because, you know, when you travel to places your body isn't used to, it can make you a little sick, which is yep. normal. Uh, and I know we've just both been going through a lot this, this yeah, month. Yeah, I've had some, I've had some, like, stuff going on at work that's been really stressful. Yeah. I've had work some stuff. Work has been so stressful. I've had some stuff going on, um, with my family that's been really stressful. And on top of all of that, I don't think I've said this here, but I am pregnant again. Yeah. Uh, and I have, I was deep in the throes of my <laughs> first trimester for most of yes. 
recording this podcast this season and uh, early Nano. I, I am now. And you have a three-year-old. And I have a three-year-old who yeah. is being very three right now. <laughs> a three-ager. Um, three yes. But I am gloriously now into the second trimester and hoping that I get a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has been a lot this season. And so we and all of our listeners should be very proud. Very of proud. What? everyone has accomplished this year. So you may have gone through stuff like us. You may have had an easy breezy year, but like I just wanted to reflect a little bit because we don't always talk about all the struggles that are going on. I know. I feel bad because sometimes I feel like we make it look easy. Like there was a point like I ended up going on a little writing retreat with another mom friend of mine and I it was like just miraculously Mm -hmm. like productive. And so I was able to pull through and and like get ahead actually, which was really so proud of you. But before that, there were definitely days where I thought this might be the the year that I wouldn't finish. There was a point where we were talking and I was like, Christina, if you if like if you want to have this be the year you don't do it I will not do it with you which is Uh, like I mean I feel like you guys are starting to get to know Liz and I on a a level that you might understand that is like the most gracious offer thankfully I didn't have to take her up on it no and and like I uh admittedly we're we are recording this before the end I'm so like, this is assuming this we is finish, assuming but, we finish but, but I, I'm at, at this point close. I'm at 44,000 words I uh I feel like I've got it I'm at like 22,000 but, but that's, I that's, but that's normal for yeah. me so I'm not super worried uh this is my first year doing a truly nano rebel not counting the words like yeah. counting I have like a preset uh word amounts that I give for scene and song um but like it is saying something like this is definitely the nano where the f- probably the first time in like uh, maybe the first couple for me were iffy, but like maybe the first time in fifteen years that we were like maybe this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Also thinking about it sort of makes me tear up. I know. I like know. it's it's been a really weird month, and but like I'm really proud of us, and I'm so proud of all the people who like made it through or even attempted it because like I, I think I was we were talking about this earlier like I kept being like be kind to yourself you don't this is something that we do for fun to improve mm-hmm. ourselves this isn't something that will kill us if we don't uh address but like the more I think about it the more like it has been so important for me to get through all of the humps that we've had because mm-hmm. it is this like centering thing in my yeah. life. When I was explaining to you earlier today, we were just talking mm-hmm. about how, especially now that, you know, I'm a wife and a mother and mm-hmm. have like a pretty demanding job. I feel like I'm just in a, in an era of my life where, um, people need me a lot. <laughs> like there are a lot of people who need me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is not always the amount of time for me to need things or be taken care of in that sense. And so I think November is just this very special time for me where I feel like I get to have something for me and people like have learned to respect that and give me that space. And so knowing that there were like external factors (laughs) that were going to maybe make it so I couldn't win, like it wasn't like I was mad at myself. I was just disappointed. Frustrated at the situation. You know, and and because of that, I think it is even more meaningful to me that I found a way to pull through. Um, Yeah, that's so meaningful. And I'm so thankful to my family for like letting me 
like understanding, not even letting me, but like understanding that like going away for a couple of days to just write was something that I really needed. And like, it was so great. (laughs) It was great. Honestly, I feel like we sort of have these separate situations where like I'm home alone and don't have anyone around. And like, so I actually do think I'm coming to terms with the last like couple weeks. Like I've had depression from coming back from an amazing trip and I'm tearing up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) From having to reintegrate into a really stressful job. Like, mm-hmm. our jobs are, like, we don't talk about it a lot. But, like, we love our jobs. But uh, we work we work together. And it's it's a lot sometimes. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, We have it's lots corp- of responsibilities. It's corporate. It's corporate, corporate life. <laughs> uh, but, like, honestly, it's been hard to sometimes, like, get the motivation and get up and go. But, like, if I can think about anything that is like, pulled me through this month that is, gotten me up gotten me going and gotten me motivated about like life stuff it would be nano yeah and I'm I'm so appreciative that that's connected to you and our friendship oh thanks it means so much to me (laughs) that we can like uh I guess both bond through this but like also use it as this like tentpole in our lives to like help us really I think it helps us sometimes get through the hard parts of our life because it gives us this canvas to uh, like reflect against and create on and then like also this thing we can talk about that isn't sometimes the hard things in our life and I think like it it uh it helps us not lose ourselves yeah it really does the the like I said like the era of life that we're in where like jobs can be very demanding and like family stuff and like just the responsibilities of like day-to-day life can like just be a lot having these types of goals reminds me who I am yeah um like with Thanksgiving coming up like everyone I'm going to like this family friend event where all the older people are gonna be asking me about my life yeah and it's so much easier to talk about NaNoWriMo than like other hard things you know definitely like it's nice to have that well and even like you know my my three-year-old has been dealing with some um, separation anxiety stuff and he's had some strong mommy preference recently Mm -hmm. and doesn't like me to go do things without him you know which is very developmentally normal but you know I'll try to go to like my writing group or it'll be you know daddy's turn to do bedtime and he won't like that and I'll have to tell him like nope mommy has to go write mommy has to go write her book and I'm trying to really instill still in him that like that is a thing that's important to me and yeah. that's a thing that I need to do and he that's has hard. to he has to respect that because even though we have lots of time for like him and mommy to play like mommy has things that she has to do too so it's just nice to like even at three try to like teach him this is a boundary that mommy has that needs to be you know respected and understood yeah it's it's just been such an important part of our lives and I'm really glad that we pulled through and are still working on it together and we'll probably write some today yeah and then also uh fast forward to the time travel that we're done woo go us (laughs) go us uh we we just have a lot of optimism and assume we'll finish yes but uh i mean i already own my winter shirt (laughs) that's true so you could i ended up gotta buy it early i did once uh do one of those virtual marathons where they like just send you the the medal. The, the medal and I never finished it I think I threw it out because I was like this is this, this is just a shame, shame. medal uh, but no I I'm very proud of us for regardless 
everything that we have gotten to at this point. And I'm I, I'm just so proud of our listeners who attempted Nano this yeah, year. Yeah, and thanks for always coming back. It's Thank been you. so fun. We've actually had a number of new people find the podcast this year because I actually yeah. played around with like ads. <laughs> Good um, for you. So hopefully, hopefully our new listeners are enjoying um, the journey and feel free to go back and listen to earlier seasons. Um, yeah. And yeah, that'll do it for this year. Yeah. But Fifth maybe, year that we've covered. I know. Maybe we'll be back in the spring. Maybe Hope not. To. If if not, we'll definitely be back in Nano 2024. For season six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys rule. Yeah. We love you. Bye. The episode is over. Wait, it's season five of Christina. What do I say? Where's my script? Give me a second, Liz. I'm still writing it. Okay, I can fill the space. Have I told you about how I'm learning to play the piano? And done. Here you go. Welcome to the end of the episode. This is Liz, who will not be talking about pianos. Hey, wait! Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to keep up with us between episodes, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at HowToWinNano. We've also got a Patreon if you want to donate and help us keep this podcast ad-free. That's patreon.com slash HowToWinNano. You can also join our Discord server full of writers, which is super active during the nano season. Oh, tell them about our books. Oh, yeah. I have an indie publishing company called 84th Street Press, and we've published three anthologies. They feature stories written by Liz and I and a bunch of other talented authors. The newest one is called What Happened to Annabelle, and you can find it most places books are sold. This one has a bit of a spooky vibe and a heavy dose of feminism, but each anthology is a totally different vibe, so there's something for everyone. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep keep writing. writing. Now I can talk about the piano. No. It is November. (laughs) (laughs) What month is it? We don't know.